Ladles and jelly spoons. Welcome to Truth, Love, and Peace. This is episode number 47, because I always screw those up. Thank you so much for joining me, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Jonathan Ashley, we are, uh, we are posted up on his front porch. So if you hear traffic and all that stuff in the background, for those of you listening, uh, th- those are the sounds of Midtown Mobile. Right. <laughs> uh, so while I am sharing... We're going to share this video real quick, just so everybody knows where they can see us on Facebook. Um, but while I'm doing that, or while that's coming up, watch it be really loud. And I see cats all over the place, and now I'm distracted because I see kitty cats. There are so many, and I'm, we just had a flea problem. Oh yeah? Yeah, we just got over it. We just had to bomb the house. A few times, and it's more than likely because of those cats. Bastards. Just, <laughs> our street's full of them. I'm pretty sure all of Midtown Mobile is, but yeah. it's really insane with the infestation of these nice creatures. <laughs> these nice, they're so cute creatures. to pet. Right. But, and get flea. yeah, and there's a, a whole menagerie of them over there. They feed them. Oh, <laughs> they wow. keep them, They keep them coming back. That's we poured them down in our crawl space. Down there, so. Okay. So, you know. That's their place. shelter. That's their food source. <laughs> it's a team effort. Well, yeah, it's a team effort. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So, uh, for those of, of our fans who don't already know you, um, drummer for Big Jam Space Drivers. Everybody remembers the picture on Facebook. Yeah. That's, that was... uh, that's, that saw you had that great facial expression. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was. Uh, I feel like I said something really stupid and everyone just like cracked a joke towards my way and I'm like I'm, just, I'm gonna act like I, I'm, I'm happy because <laughs> everyone's just roasting me right now I could not shut uh, up during that podcast we had such a good time it that was, was, yeah, that was, was so much fun that show was amazing that I night? Had, yeah. yeah not that oh. not because we played but because of everyone that was there that was just whew, that was so much fun uh, Quentin was talking about it, not Quentin, uh, Owen? Owen was yeah. talking about it when we sat down and, uh, yeah, probably, and, uh, Big Jam Space Driver, and then who was the solo artist? I don't Josh Zook. Josh Zook. He plays sax for, uh, the Grey Tones, I believe. Amongst, probably other people as well, but, pretty sure that's his, that's his main gig, I'm not sure, but that was really cool what he was doing. I didn't know he did any of that. Uh, crazy uh, looping DJ and playroom stuff. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, wild playing saxophone. Yeah, it was man. Pretty, it, was, it was fun. It was, yeah. It was good. Danceable for sure. Yes, yeah, people indeed. Moving. Yeah. Indeed. Right, so I think I get a lot of solo party gigs like that. That's Weddings. Good. Weddings? Probably not Probably not weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not weddings. <laughs> Man, I uh, I've never played a wedding. I've never. I take that back. Played a wedding. Weddings. Played many weddings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's only a good wedding based on the food that they give you. Based yeah, on that's food. the only way I I judge a wedding. If we could play like shit, but as long as they had good food, I'm like I'm I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> you said you played one. This will work. Yeah, I did a karaoke thing at a wedding. Some friends oh, yeah, asked yeah. me last minute. If I would be the karaoke DJ, <laughs> like okay, so that's as close as I've ever come just to playing. Be myself a behind the mic and 
tell people how well they yeah. yelled into a microphone. Yeah, those were the guys that taught me how to run sound and everything. They there created a monster. Yeah. Uh, the monster that I am now. That we see today. Awesome. Yeah, ta-da. So, but Big Jam Space Driver is not the first band. That's not where we met. You were playing drums for... I think my first gig at the floor band was with Lee Yankee. That was in like 2015. You still like play three, with Lee? Three years ago. Every now and then, the past few times he's asked me, um, I've I've been booked or I just couldn't make it. Like he asked me last week to play a gig at Lulu's and I was uh, I just I couldn't make it. I feel bad because I love playing with him. He's he's a lot of fun. He has really good tunes. Yeah. Um, but you know I play with anyone who really needs me to sit in. So heck yeah. yeah. Did you see that thing they're doing with? Uh the Almond Brothers trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I really, oh, that's so sick. <laughs> I really wanted to play that <laughs> because oh. it, that's just me being an Almond Brothers fan. But yeah. And especially with my friends. I mean, it's like with John, Adam, and sure. Owen, if we are friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just playing with them, man. There's just so much fun. And then with Lee, of course. Uh, but they got Jamal Watson and and John Milham. I've always wanted to drum beside John Milham. I got him to do it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, like at a Thursday night at the Brickyard, but. He's one of my like all-time favorite drummers, um, and uh, but yeah, they got they got Jamal, and he is a monster behind the kit too. So I think it's gonna go really well. I'm going. Yeah, me I'm too. totally going. So <laughs> if I haven't sold you guys already, it's yeah. gonna be a good time. I don't remember the date, but it'll be at the Brickyard. It's, and a, um, it's a Friday, end of June, the 29th. There you go. That sounds right. Yeah, that does sound right. <laughs> that through the files in my brain. Yeah, find that team. Anyway. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, have you always lived in Mobile? Yeah. Born and raised. Born and so raised. So I, I was, my parents lived out near Tillman's Corner. Yeah? And, uh, Skyline. Yeah. And then I played, played gigs down in downtown and went to the school in, near Spring Hill. So it's like, I knew all of wow. this county. <laughs> I, I knew Picklefish. That was it. I went yeah. to Davidson and we hung out at Picklefish. And, was, uh, Picklefish was uh, across from South. Is no, that that's the new picklefish. That one's closed the, down though. But it used to be hop, uh, the brew house, not the, brew, the burger place. Uh, beer garden. Uh, beer beer garden. garden. So yeah. is that then? Was it Hopjacks before or something? I have no idea when it was. So you, you were a Davidson I was gone kid. For a while. You were Davidson yes. kid. I know a lot of the Davidson uh, graduates. My mom actually went there too. Really? Yeah. That's it. Been around for a while. That's that's a, that's the public school I really wanted to go to. If it wasn't Murphy, it'd be Davidson. Yeah. It just had such a diverse crowd of kids that, like, you could find the pe- like your niche, you know. Yeah. And marching band. We we had there was a there was you a good marching march. band. So. You had a good marching band. Yeah, I was lucky. That was kind of what what kept me dressed. What'd you play? Tuba. Tuba. Yeah. Uh, Contrabass, bugle, and drum corps. There you go. That was tons of fun. Oh yeah. I uh. Did you do jazz band? Did you guys have a chance? Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. but I wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, I tried, but just just one for one my niche. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. my niche. I was also more a little more into sports. I think. Yeah. I uh, band took a second backseat to martial arts in That's high school. Cool. Martial arts? Yeah. Which uh, what martial arts? I started what with branch? taekwondo. Uh, taekwondo. Taekwondo plus around here. Nice. I uh, went to school with the instructor's daughter, so we all kind of got a free education. There you go. There you go. 
and uh, and then after that, I got into ninjutsu and kung fu and just the the list goes I've on. I've always wanted to learn uh, a self defense technique. You should. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it can't hurt. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Can't uh, hurt at all. Just like learn, even if it's just like beginner courses. I know John Hart was doing uh, Krav Maga. <laughs> I can't see rolls. him hurting anybody. Yeah. You can't what? I can't see him oh, hurting he's, anybody. I mean, he's very, you know, he uh, won't start shit. I, we have like this ongoing joke at like almost every fucking gig we play. Can I say fucking? Fucking gig we play. Uh, um, someone wants to just start shit with me. And it's like, people don't get my sarcasm or they don't get, uh, they, or they, they just, they're just drunk. People and I just you know I just uh, come off I guess in a bad way, but I mean they're Don't just feel bad. I do too. There's bad stories, but yeah, John, John. I wish it was more like John when it came to that. Like, just didn't worry me as as much or didn't uh, I thought twice before I spoke. <laughs> I guess you know, but I don't know. I'm not as passive as I used to be. Yeah, I my big mouth gets me in trouble all the time. I tell people the truth. Like, don't yeah, open, don't ask if you don't want to know. <laughs> and then don't I be really mad don't at me. I don't want to talk to you right now. I really yeah. have to go talk to someone else more important. <laughs> well, oh, and there comes a point when social cues, it's not my fault you can't read social cues. And if I'm trying to leave and you just keep yammering, yeah. Sooner or later, I'm just gonna walk off. Right. <laughs> not. Just, you have to use that. Yeah, man. I just really gotta pee. Just hold your thought and then just <laughs> run away. I. There was uh, one time at Seville Quarter, when John Adam, I think Sean Peter Sean Peterson uh, was playing with him, and they went they went out back to go uh, see the band play at the end of Alley. We were in Lily's in the front room. And these three people walk in, I'm sure from the military, and um, they all had the same fucking haircut. And um, they walked up to her gear and like started like talking, like whispering to each other near it. And I'm at the bar ordering a beer, like, come on, don't, don't do it. And he started tapping his finger on my crash cymbal. I was like shaking my head and he saw me shake, shake my head at him. Then he went up to John's mic and like started like man, man, trying to tell yeah, trying to talk into it. And I was like, alright, you're just gonna go up there. You're gonna say, hey, man, we'd really appreciate it if you just didn't touch our gear. And I said, I don't know how many beers I had beforehand, but I just had just like it immediately turned as soon as like I got four feet from him. Just like, hey man, you know, I I don't I don't come into your place of employment if you are fucking employed. And, you know, I'm assuming military or some shit and, like, getting to your plane to start gunning shit down. And now he was just, like, strong. Like, oh, my God, why is this guy yelling at me? And I'm like, I'm so angry at this point because he's still <laughs> still near our stuff. Because he didn't get it. He just didn't fucking Drunk didn't idiots. get it, man. Yeah, and then uh, I ended up, like, I made it worse. I, I could have left it at that, but I, like, pat, patted him on the back said, man, it's okay. You know, I'm not being an asshole. And he's like, you are. It's like, no, no, no. Me just saying that before you saying that, neutral, I'm not an asshole. Because I said it. <laughs> I can't it. Yeah, right? Because I'm just letting you know you shouldn't be able to do this. And uh, 
he's like, I just want you to stop touching me right now. He's like, do you want me to stop touching you as much as I want you to stop touching our kid? <laughs> and at that, I just felt like he was, he was just, he was shaking in anger. So I just told him to like, just please walk away. And that they're probably gonna like never come see us again, which I don't care because I don't want people to that are disrespectful right. to our gear, you know, to or us to come see us. But um. Well, if you're coming to the show to talk on someone else's microphone and touch someone else's drums, yeah. you uh, might be in it for the wrong reason. Right. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying I could have handled that better. He didn't have to do it. He didn't have to touch yeah. your shit, but uh, I could have, I could have. Way nicer than I would have been, man. <laughs> you're, you're being too hard on yourself, Jonathan. Yeah. Way nicer than that's, I would have been. That's the thing I would have walked out. Yeah, see, because that's where... Okay, I was bullied as a kid, and that's how I got into martial arts. And so I got no problem standing there going, what are you going to do? I've been run over by a flatbed trailer. Like, how much damage do you think you could really right. do? Right, right. Like, bring it on. Right. And so that gets me in a lot of trouble. So you did way better than I would have. Yeah. <laughs> you at least I mean, know where to stop. Well, yeah. And so I so almost didn't yourself. want to, because I was almost, like, at a point where you ever get... You ever oh, have, yeah. Just yeah, you have that many beers, you're just, like... Let's see. Do Let's it. just see. Do it. Come on. Just. See, I'll just play. Everyone in this bar is on my side. So even if I do get my ass beat, then someone's probably going to pull you off me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if we're not in a cage, I'm not going to fight back. I'm going to turn it into that scene out of Fight Club right. where Brad Pitt just bleeds all yeah, over that start dude. Yeah, laughing and <laughs> spitting on him. You don't know where I've been, Probably Lou. throw up. You don't know where like, I've been. Hysterically laughing over him. Uh, uh, just enjoy every punch you get. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just be like, and that's your car, and that's your house, and that's your... Because that's how things work in the real world. Like, you get in trouble. I got in trouble for defending myself one time and hurting somebody, and, uh, and it was terrifying. Yeah. And so, never yeah. again. Like, Dude, they hit their head on a curb. You're, yeah, you're, you're done. In prison, huh? You're done. That sucks. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, the only people that really want to get in fights in public are people that have... Don't know how to fight and have never actually been in a fight. Probably. Right. And, uh, but that doesn't mean every time I'm standing there, just wishing, please swing. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking for day. fights. I'm not looking for fights. But never when you stumble onto one, it's kind of like a little have a, gem. Have a stupid looking face. It's a little want to punch gem. I know. And they're so punch worthy. There's so many people out there. That's what bugs <laughs> me though. Is the this? I'm allergic to stupid people. <laughs> and my response is usually volatile. Whatever will get rid of these hives, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> you you need some bug spray? Stupid person. Nah, so far, I'm Are you sure? I, I'll leave welted up, but it'll be all right. All right. The mosquitoes don't know it, but they're as they ingest my blood, they're getting really hot. Which really hot. <laughs> very lethargic. <laughs> as long as we're both benefiting, it's gonna be all right. Yeah. It's so nice here in Mobile, man. It's a beautiful yeah. magnolia tree as the sun sets. Mm -hmm. I miss it. One yeah. thing I miss is the big oak trees. Well, you're it's you're nice. in Pensacola. Oh, Keys. Perdido Keys. Perdido so, Keys still. Yeah. Mm. A lot of beach. A lot of beach. Not as many trees, so there's not as much shade. Right. But they say scientifically that trees are uh, are good for your health. They are. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're good for you. The whole oxygen production and no, not shade. Even that. Even more so than They're that. They're just nice to look at. Psychologically, yeah. They make, like, looking at a picture of trees makes you prove verifiably yeah. calmer and... Right. You get to live under all these trees. I'm jealous. 
<laughs> well, then it, it just gets really dark in my house when it's three o'clock, and I, you know. But that's okay. That's the, yeah, that's the only downside. How close to the parades are you? Um, I'm far enough away. Far enough. Yeah. I don't I have to deal with that. Nonsense. I don't, man. I don't like. I don't like Mardi Gras too much. I can't do crowds. It's, it freaks it, me out. Like it makes me angry. If there, if there's a crowd and I know who's gonna be in it, it'll be fine. Like right, if I'm going to that happen, a but, crowd of your friends? No, that's it. Always strangers. What, I have three, four friends. <laughs> no, I don't have enough to and make a crowd. Saw me all, and, and playing music with them. That's all I have. And they're never here. They're not even in Mobile. Don't, I don't have enough friends to make a crowd either. Don't feel bad. Yeah, but I have plenty. And um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just the worst. It brings out the worst of the worst in Mobile. It's like when you go to the. You ever been to the fair, Gold State Fair? Yeah, I you're just like. What, what rednecks are gonna find today? Yeah, you're like you exist. <laughs> You've existed for this long. Gross. <laughs> carnies are an interesting right. thing, man. And southern carnies are unique. Right, right. And Very the people unique. that they attract. Ooh, that's crazy. I had to play there this year in the scorching heat, or oh, last yeah. year. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> that, sure. that no shade at all. Yeah, the fairgrounds sucks. How did we go from fairs to music festivals? It was the trees. Like, the tr- yeah, trees. Indeed. Trees. The trees made it. That happy. was a good segue. <laughs> but anyway, um, it yeah. was. It was fairs for the longest time, and now we have music festivals. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about. I thought you meant a conversation. Um, oh no, no. Oh, the both. music festivals, man. That 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 just seems like a whole. Uh, clicking its own now. It's it's like people. I don't know. I'm not saying everyone that goes there is going for the wrong reason, but it it's attracted just a lot of just yeah. crowds that don't go to watch the people play. Yeah, but there's as long a, as they're getting festival moved. crowds are not always yeah. music crowds. That's yeah. true. I went to uh, I went to Hangout in 2012, and then I went to I volunteered at Bonnaroo for like 10 days out in the in 2013 and that's when I really understood like people just come here to just get fucked fucked up you know there's a there's a <coughs> less pricey way of doing right? what you're doing is just staying yeah. at home and doing your drugs <laughs> not taking the risk of acting a fool in public or getting arrested you know but it's interesting that that's where the shamanic culture is gone, though. Like, that's where a lot of people have to go to find drugs. That's where a lot of people have to go to have that experience. Or they think that's the only place they well, can. Well, I mean, you, you don't, I don't know where they live. If I'm living in, you know, just some outskirt town in Iowa, like, the fuck am I going to find bud or whatever? Yeah, well, it's, it's too many people hard. forget that mushrooms grow in cow shit. Yeah, well, you also yeah. have to know that there's rock salt in those shotguns that the farmers hold that don't want you on their property, too. Well, be fucking sneaky. If you can't, if you can't <laughs> that's figure all, it out, yeah, you don't get to get high. Well, like, that's the <laughs> deal. <laughs> yeah, you can only be so safe until you hear uh, that gun cock. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Daphne, man. How's <laughs> it, Daphne? Yeah. Uh, that's where I get my mushrooms from, too. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> I got this special plantation. <laughs> no, um, I don't really indulge too much. Yeah, now we're on drugs. Now we're. That's okay. We can skip drugs. Drug. We can just talk about death. 
Yes. <laughs> my next favorite thing. It's always nice to taking drugs. Is dying. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Well, death is just the like the everlasting orgasm, right? If you had, I hope so. Um, if you could die, if you could choose a way to die, yeah. How would you? Having an orgasm. Having it just, yeah. just uh, seems like a who's the guy who played Bill and Kill Bill? Uh, just a very, just having very strenuous. Oh, Qui Gon Kang. What was his name? Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he died of very strenuous sex, just being like. Or the Yakuza killed choked him. Choked <laughs> <laughs> it. depends on which story you go yeah, with. Yeah. David Carradine. Dang this way, yeah, 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 yeah. And he died in a hotel room of supposed autoerotic asphyxiation. Fuck yeah. Supposed it. But he supposedly owed a lot of money to the Cusa, too. I don't know if that's Um. bullshit fake news or not, but uh, it makes for a good story. (laughs) That'd be a good way to go out, though. Yeah. It's just an orgasm, just a really high high intensity level 9000. Or on a on a on a big mushroom trip or something. I don't know. A dread, like I want to skid in barely fucking there. Like you know how Sam Kennison talked about how I want to be used up and at the end slide in used up and body yeah. burn out, yeah, destroyed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. lived life. Right. That's that's my philosophy. Not like skydiving off a plane without a parachute. The adrenaline rush you get from that though. That would be pretty epic. Yeah. But. I, in the day and age of old age may not be what kills any of us, that opens up the possibility of whatever it is I want to do, I want to be living at the time. Right. Experiencing something. Okay. You know, too many people dying in hospice and dying in... That's lame, dude. Yeah, just not nice places. I was talking to... Not that hospice is bad. Hospice does great fucking work. Right, just, right. It's just, not the top of Mount Everest celebrating that's not what life. I, wa- you know? I don't want to be in that. Um, it's not for everybody. I, uh, hospice actually does do great fucking work. Anyway. I was talking to my mom the other day. First time in a long time. Uh, just about, like, we, we got on the subject of like one of her co-workers, family members, had got cancer. But he doesn't have a job that had, like, a... Wow. Insurance. Oh I was God. like, dude, I... If I if if I got cancer and I did I I don't want to go. That just means it's my time, you know. Like maybe not cancer. There's a lot of cancer treatments now. If it, but if it is cure, like if it's if it's just to make me live just a little bit longer. Yeah. I don't want. I'm not gonna do that. That's I'm not gonna not put fun. people through. That's just gonna make my time bad. And then I just get to. I'm just gonna. If I don't have any money to give to people, like save up, then I just like do what I want to do. And it might hurt every now and then, but. Yeah, the compromise between living or just being ill. Yeah, dude, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to end up my deathbed, like, or just held up at home, just like, I'm glad I spent thousands of dollars to be here now. The last two months have (laughs) been in bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. That's just selfish. In a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But cancer, you know, they're... there's some really impressive stuff out there now from a science, from a research standpoint right. that says what we know about cancer is just changing so quickly right. that we may very well be able to do something about it in the, like, when I say near future, I mean five, ten years. And then we wait for the next... And then there'll always be something else. The next disease yeah. to catch yeah. an all-over money on. 
I'm, I've been focused on what happens when we all live to be a thousand, you know, because some of the best minds on aging and, and life and longevity are postulating that the first person to ever live to be a thousand years old is probably already alive. That's fucking weird. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. We could just get tired of each other by then. Like, can you imagine Man, a thousand years? I'm almost tired of myself right now. I'm, I'm almost 25. <laughs> Man, I, uh... 500 years from now. Yeah. <sighs> you can just live as so many people. So many different people. God. You would know way too much. They wouldn't allow that to happen. They, they, they find holding a grudge. They don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's just... That's way too long. That's way too long. Like, I give it... I give myself to like. I'm really pushing it when I'm saying 60. Yeah, but how much music could you listen to if you had all that extra time? I probably you'd probably just be a prick and just like hate music at that point. Just be a no. You listen, yeah, man. You you know, it's like when someone's so proficient at what they do or what they what they know, and they just can't find happiness in it anymore you know that they've learned it all they've done it all you know they they've hit the wall that no one else could yeah i guess that there's a wall for listening to music but then again you could really think that like children's tunes are the shit for a while you're just like man i'm really in to like some old lullabies or it's like rocking <laughs> like old bringing it commercials. back yeah. like old radio jingles yeah <laughs> demolition man yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Press this button real quick. Go for it. Press all the buttons. Um, yeah. Demolition man. That's all it's showing my age. But going back to music, um, we talked about Alma Brothers. You know, how much yeah. the, that Alma Brothers thing that Lee and John are. Everybody's doing it. How cool. That's going to be awesome. Man. When did you get into Almond Brothers? Was that a, an early music thing for you or a later music thing? For later. Uh, where did you start? Where did I start in music? From like, from a fan standpoint. Like, who did you first hear and say, I want to be able to play like that? Uh, um, oof. If it's embarrassing, you can skip to no, the second. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I think it was early... It was it was Led Zeppelin. Like my 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 dad never introduced me to music. He just had stuff playing on the radio. He just had ninety six point one The Rocket on all the time. So I learned, or I got to listen to all of the three Led Zeppelin songs that they play on there. <laughs> um, I was like, wow, these this seems like it'd be like fun to shake your head vigorously to, and uh, nice. I think it was when I was like 12. I was just like tapping along to like I don't know I don't even remember what song. It's probably an AC/DC song or something because like Phil Rudd just did like the most simple four on the floor beat. You know? And um, I was like I could do this. I could, I could. I'm gonna play drums. I'm gonna do that. Like why not? Like if I if it makes like if I get this feeling even when I'm tapping like why not? Sure. And, uh, but it didn't. That didn't happen until years later that was just like my first interest in it. but you know Almond Brothers came around I think you know I probably heard it on 96.1 The Rocket I didn't really get into them until I was 20 yeah 
Yeah, got, I was sectioned off from a lot of music for a while. So, so what were you listening to mostly when, like, before you got into music? Where did uh... I see? My parents listened to hip hop and classic rock. Hip hop, classic rock. So not hip hop, R and B. Not R and B. What the fuck am I looking for? Doo wop. Doo wop. Like fifties, sixties. Motown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, like four tops and sensations. Yeah. So I didn't get into the band until I was in my twenties. Like I knew who they were. Right. But I didn't know much about it until the, I was in my twenties. The band. I didn't. I didn't start looking them up until, uh, you know Carson. Yeah. Taylor. Uh, we had uh, our band Snack. That uh, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, that I've been in. We opened up for the McLovins, um, which is a band out of Connecticut. They're awesome. And they did a whole set of the band. They did a whole nice. hour of just the band. And when they did the night that drove old Dixie down, I like I, I like was emotional. I was like, who the fuck is this? They're like, dude, it's, everyone knew it was the band. It's like I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, I have got to listen to start yeah. listening to them. And that was like, what? It was like 21. It was 21. <coughs> yeah, that was when I first yeah moved into this stuff. And um, so that was my first introduction. You beat me to it, but. Yeah, I just I got turned on the music late, really late. And it sucks. I wish I I wish it was earlier, but it's, you know, at least it happened. But I think everything comes to us in its own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I because I've tried playing that game of have you heard and wanting to share something that's been impactful in my life. Right. Like you really got to hear these lyrics, and it's just lost on somebody else. Yeah. You're like, well, I guess you had to be crying in your beer for that to right. matter at <laughs> right. that moment. Right. I. Uh, yeah, so you get emotional the same way too. You like when you oh, listen. Yeah. To, you okay. know, there's there's some people that do, and some people that don't. I don't I don't listen to music to like cry to. You know, like if I'm sad, I don't put on a sad song. Right. But if I'm if I Stella Blue, <laughs> if, if the Grateful Dead plays Stella Blue, and I just hear like the oppression in Jerry's voice. I just close my eyes and let, let some tears roll down. You can't not feel that. You guys, you have, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's some, some strong, very intense stuff that, uh, it's, it's just a feeling like no other kind of thing, you know? And, uh, this is what I chase all the time, you know, when I'm trying to find it. Which gets back to music festivals, that, because that, some people talk about it like the flow state or the liminal state. But just being in the zone. Yeah. What's that like when you're playing drums? <laughs> if you saw me at Chizuko's, yeah, oh it. my god! Like I'm pretty sure I was just like this the whole time. Like, I couldn't stop moving my head. I was just having. I was. I was on cloud nine, man. I was. I don't know. I didn't. Only had like three beers before, four beers before. That was it. I didn't. I was. That was just me letting the music hit me and take over. And. It's some shows can be a drag. Not not most not the shows I've been playing recently or the, over the past year, but uh, man, when when the crowd's into it and you know, like when you get to look out in the crowd and you're like, those those people are gonna fucking bang tonight, like look at I'm, <laughs> like, cause and I'm like letting it happen, you know, like <laughs> if man, that dude doesn't get laid, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like I feel like a proud, did my part. I don't know, do dad or dad's proud of. Or something. I don't know what dads sons, are proud of. Sons, what did I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sons, sons. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, that was a great looking guy you brought home last night. Your mom would have loved him. No, um, I don't know, there, there's this, 
There's a time where you're playing and it's just the best feeling ever. You just don't want it to end. When you got it, when you have to end a set after like an hour and ten minutes, you're like, God, let's keep going, because that's about the time you like warm up and you're ready. And uh, yeah, it's it's I can't relate it to another feeling. I, I'm pretty sure it's how uh, I don't know junkies feel whenever they get their fix on something. It's like I don't know what it's like, but it's really good though. So that's what it's like to me. It's just some crazy level of ecstasy that I just it's not just playing it's like who I'm with yeah. you know so well you gotta feel comfortable enough yeah. to be that relaxed I think yeah I, you play enough shows you start to feel yeah. I remember the first time I ever played uh, or well the only time I've ever played uh, 1065 and I've never played on a sound system like that I've never played on a stage that big and I was shaking the whole time I was freaking out and um, but now if I were to play a show like that, I'd be like excited and be like, oh, the sound's gonna be great. We're gonna play in great gear. There's gonna be people there. Like, I don't know. It's gonna be huge. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta be. I'm not saying I'm seasoned, but I play. I feel like I've played enough to like, kind of let it go. I'm not nervous anymore. Yeah. I'll probably be. I'm going to play in Colorado with Owen and John next week. Oh yeah. For going to. Did he tell you about that? Yeah. 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 We're going to be in Denver for like seven hours, and then... Sell posh. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But I'll probably be nervous on that show. It's not my It's not my stuff, and I'm representing someone else. I mean... Yeah. And it's going to be for... It's, the pavilion looks... It's a nice pavilion, nice uh, area, venue. And um, I'll probably I'll probably catch my butterflies over there, but... Um, I don't know. Most of these shows, these bar, bar gigs I play, they could be five. They could be like 500 people at the floor of Bama. It's like, you just feel comfortable when you know the people you're playing with yeah. in the material so you know it's gonna go smooth yeah experience you know having done it and yeah. getting one under your belt yeah. at, at that level yeah. goes a, nice. goes a long way and, and you complete a song with no fuck ups and you're like hmm hey look at that that's <laughs> check that thing happened yeah yeah cause I can yeah. do that some you know during people's solos you like to build tension and take risks you don't know in your mind, you're like, should I try that lick? I don't think I should try it. No, you try it, go for it, and it doesn't work out. You're like, oh, man. But, you know, if it does land, then uh, just the power you feel from it. You're yeah. Like, Fucking key, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did yeah, 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 yeah. I can totally empathize with that, though, because if I put together a joke and, uh, and toss it out there, yeah. nothing. Oh, oh. I own all that silence. Let yeah. me swallow that real quick. That's but if you toss it out there and fucking get a laugh, yeah, I fucking. I don't know satisfying. if you ever got it out of Carson or Zeke, but I had I, I did. Man, I did comedy probably twice. What? Three How times. Man, they were terrible. Oh my god, it was so it's so embarrassing. They were so bad. The first time, I think everyone cheered because it's like I got up there and did it. I don't even know. If it, I don't even know what I said. I have no clue what. Isn't that I, cool? How that happens? How you can do this thing and then it just didn't exist in your memory. Yeah. I what? <laughs> maybe it's it like all the orgasms reason. you've ever forgotten. They were really good. Man, they were just a, gone. Those are a lot. I know, right? <laughs> More than you would think of until you think of it, and you're like, oh shit, there's a comma yeah, in that the number. The one that happened 47 minutes before you got here. The one. Yeah. Yeah. Just gone. Was that like lost to the uh, ripples of time. <laughs> 
in the ether of orgasms, of feelings. Um, but yeah, the other two times, dude, tanked hard. It was bad. It was so bad. Um, Been there. Some lady yelled therapy at me. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, and um, I I think I remember what I said to her, but I'm, I can't even quote myself. I ended up calling her a cunt, but that was like my last. <laughs> I could say that, right? Of course. Okay. Yes, we have an E um, on everything. Cool. Let it all out. Do censorship. <laughs> cool. Do censorship. Yeah, I, I hate that I say it and then I ask, like, wait, is it okay? It wouldn't matter. It's on there now. Um, but, yeah, I know the feeling, like... It's fun, on, on stage, Yeah, I, I relate I related that to music. I, I listen to a lot of Mark Maron's WTF so much. Yeah. I've li- I think I've listened to... Uh, 60, 65%. Holy shit. Like, I, I'm in. That's great. I'm at a desk job, dude. I'm, I'm oh, so you got filing it. through them. Yeah. That's great, though. Like, how much information do you get to pump in there? That's cool. He's a smart man. He's a yeah. very intelligent guy. And, uh, very well versed. And, um, he's just, uh, got a lot to say. He knows a lot. And it makes me want to know a lot more. But when he's talking about, talking with other comedians, like, landing a joke properly or, um, just even even bantering back and forth like when you land a really good joke just among friends you're like mm, fuck yeah feels good what's up and um but yeah I guess that like song with no fuck ups is like that joke that hits really hard and that you can kind of keep pushing like yeah. hinting at yeah well all of that being on the wave you know yeah. does do you ever have those moments where and I am not good enough to experience this in comedy yet I haven't been doing it long enough but I can remember uh, playing big drum corps shows, like playing the fucking Citrus Bowl down in Orlando yep. for drum corps finales, Ooh. like 75,000 people or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, there were parts of that show where it's just like, hey, look, there I am marching around on the field. Like I was so not in, con- not that I wasn't in control, but you just don't think about it. Like it's all rote memorization and you just go and you do it. There, like in songs that I play? Yeah. yeah there's, there's been What's songs. up, Carlos? Uh, we are in mid podcast. Oh, okay. Glad to have you. Come on, say hey. Hey, Carlos, everybody. Hey, podcast watchers. Of course, that means now you got to be on the podcast. So you just committed. Just oh. suckered you into that. Okay. That's all right. Welcome. Well, yeah, I'm on it. We were talking about hey. being in the zone, playing music, and, and Hell yeah. Yeah. nailing a good lick or uh, nailing a good song. Oh, man, there's nothing like it. That's, mm. what, that's what I look for. Yeah. I mean, part of it. <laughs> Seriously, it's a thrill. I know there's like, those. Um, songs that we did in Leche whenever it, like Superstition mm-hmm. that uh, Frank Cologne mm-hmm. version like when it hit all, all of our all the subdivisions that we had to hit mm-hmm. it was just whenever we did it was on point like you could just kiss your fingers yeah like, it, it felt it felt so good I mean it's, it's really distinguishable when that happens yeah. it's not like it's kind it was kind of there it's like it either happened or it didn't it's very right. it's nobody very can miss it it's right. very objective you know yeah I mean, that feeling is very objective. Um, it's either on or off for me, personally. Yeah. Yeah. I've never kind of gotten like in the zone on stage. There, it happens, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the way to 100, yeah. Those pants tighten up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they're lucky. If they they're lucky. Rip, they don't rip. Um, <laughs> they don't rip. Dude, but... Just get a kilt, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't lift. Take it from a wise man. Um, yeah, but I think Miles Davis, he he's rapped about it before. Yeah, that oh, feeling sure, that you get sure. when you get in the zone. 
that's why you'll hear him. I mean, a, a lot of people, maybe even everybody does this. They'll take, at some point, they'll take their time in between licks. Well, for him, it's purposeful trying to get into that zone and trying to, like, really um, ascend to another level yeah. of musician. Like, like don't force it there. Where it's almost meditative. You're not even, like, you try to just be. You're not thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's just check out and go. That's what we were just saying, like, the, I was saying in, I can remember in drum corps when we got to the end of our season, you know, everything's so drilled in and it's so Super just tight. road memorization mm-hmm. that I can remember kind of watching myself from a third person perspective going, hey, look, there we are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing this thing. yeah. Because it's so ingrained. You like, you've done it so many times. Thinking. Yeah. You, there's not time to think. You. you just got to go. Yeah. You know? Similar experience. And, yeah. And just in, like, a South, South Alabama's marching band. Um, but by the end of the last time we're performing a show, there's some spray. Oh, yeah. It's about, about time it. for some spray. Toss me the either one. There you go. Yeah, that one's better. This one, if it touches your mouth, your boots are not. But yeah, so you marched for South? I marched for South in cool. the debut, and then uh, a year after that, and it was pretty cool. Since it was the debut, everybody's really excited to make it really good. So, like, we had some some hype shows, you know? Here's Elizabeth. We're going to play Scrabble. Oh, that sounds awesome. And it will be good. Um, I'm horrible at Scrabble. I can't spell for shit. I can use anti-disassociationism uh, or Scrabble Master. Really? No. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bad, that's for sure. But no, these some of these guys at tournaments they'll play. If you watch Word Wars, you'll see games where guys literally go the whole game without playing, like not bingos. I could have said that better, but it's just bingo after bingo, seven letter word, seven letter word. Like those exist. Yeah. I feel like that's just got to be chance, though. Oh yeah, that's a lot to do with chance, but like if I get an X. There's in a C skill. and then a K. I'm not. I can't. Dude, CXK is actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome hey. to the hey. podcast. Hi. How are you? I'm yeah. Compton. Hi, nice to meet you, Elizabeth. Nice to meet you, Elizabeth. Yeah. Truth, love, and peace is the podcast. You can look yourself up now. Also, also <laughs> a musician. She oh yeah, might, what do you she might even know about the the oh, euphoria yeah. that you get when you just slam things. You're yeah. talking about being in the zone, like if you're if you're have a rehearsed piece you're in the middle of a performance and it just becomes memory you know just take off and go you know I had to think about it you ever have that? I don't know I am a really lame musician probably not <laughs> she's a, a kind of in a different world because she does things on the more like classical side oh you're a real musician <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind that doesn't make money on the weekends <laughs> ah the trade-off. It's all right. I uh, have a friend who's a tubist for the Hawaiian Royal Symphony. So, like, two, that's a whole different world of musicianship. I don't know if you're involved in something like that or not, but it's uh, it's different than bar gigs. Yeah, indeed. I play for churches, so... Cool. It's a little bit different. It's not that much alcohol there. No, way less yeah, alcohol, just... way better equipment. It's true. It's usually the Sometimes way Sometimes grape juice, if you're lucky. Watches. If it's bad. That won't just great. If it's bad. It's Alright, um, well, I'm gonna. Do you wanna walk around the corner with me? I know it's hot. You can Y'all have no, a wonderful I'm time. Yeah, thanks Tear for down some Scrabble. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Say things on we'll uh, we'll catch up soon so you can actually sit down together. Oh, good. And then uh, okay. I'll. Uh, I'd be honored. One day. And then we'll yeah. make sure he. <laughs> we'll make sure he, <laughs> he in happens to walk in. <laughs> yeah. Alright. We'll so sorry. See y'all. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Ooh. Let's camera back over here. 
Oh, you can control That is the beauty of this podcast, is we just go with the flow, right? Do whatever we please. I couldn't hold off on the off anymore. It had to be done. Yeah. Sorry, man. I feel that's, well protected. No, it's okay, man. We're in a nest. It's a mobile. It's a nest. It's, it's just mobile. a nest in its entirety. Like, I mean, you can't go anywhere in Mobile and not be in the swamp for the most part. Right. So, you know, there's some high parts in the swamp, but it's still a swamp. Right. I know. It, how funny would it be if you could, if the microphone could pick up the fly just walking around on it and the whole podcast is just the fly? <laughs> Occasionally He's actually whispering secrets to life. Like these two douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> or not secrets to life, just, just normal shit that people say about us anyway. <laughs> these two douchebags. Oh, man. Fun, fun. Carlos, what was her name again? Um, Elizabeth. 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 I believe you. That's Elizabeth. all right. Well, now we're both forgetting it on camera. My bad. Shouldn't have put you on the I spot. I think he said it like twice, though. He did. I screwed it up. These things happen. Yeah. She's been over here before, I think. She... Yeah. She's a very nice, nice young lady. Yeah. Uh, I like that she spotted right away not to invite me to church. That's, that's a good call on her part. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Owen's never invited me to his church. I don't know if people still invite people to church. That's good. Do people? That's yeah, good. I that's mean, like good for the good for the world. Good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If if you want to be in church, you'll end up in church. I think the whole mission thing is dying off. That's good. Mission trips. Yeah. Or, or just right. mission of getting people in church. Yeah, just the mission of. Oh, I thought you meant like the I whole. Think the you could be in that though. Be in seventh grade and 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 white and feel like you're doing something in Africa. I was gonna go the route of I was putting myself in the position of had I had my smartphone in seventh grade, I would have learned <laughs> some real so history. <laughs> I'd have looked up so much. <laughs> well, after I got done terrifying my penis. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I would have no uh, more red tube. Yeah. <laughs> God. Carson's bit about that kills me. I would have definitely gotten into some into some real history though, eventually. Yeah. Eventually. But isn't that every great new technology is the porn industry <laughs> pays for the upgrades and makes it culturally relevant and then the new invention comes along and porn's better on that, which is what VR headsets are gonna be. And so smartphones will just be relegated to doing real things like weeding out fake news. Yeah. We hope. Yeah, right. Man. I mean, yeah, I think it is interesting. I'm still thinking about the whole VR porn thing. That's, um... It's coming, man. That's... No pun intended. Um, it's, uh... <laughs> it's some bad guy. Um, that's scary to me. It's not, like... Knowing you're surrounded, I don't know. I kind of like peripherals of what the fuck might be happening <laughs> while I'm naked. Don't want somebody possibly Go. sneaking up on me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't have that problem. I've never had that problem. I don't want to have that problem. I definitely don't want to be surprised yeah. by that problem. Does that go over your ears too? Does that go over? Your Some of them do. Some of them do. That's not okay. That's why you gotta have uh, like a, a bunker. You gotta have a VR bunker that you <laughs> yeah. can lock yourself in. Yeah. Just dig a hole in the backyard. Why not? Why not? Bomb shelters. We went from bomb shelters to old VR shed. shelters. Yeah. <laughs> That's common. An old shed in the back. That's common. Well, well you know. Do my laundry and masturbate. Dexter used to murder people in real life, but now he's got a, a 
AI across town that he goes to his bunker and he downloads himself into his AI and then he goes out and kills people so he's even harder to find. I think Bruce Willis was in that movie. Sorry. What movie? Dexter? Um, no. The TV show? Yeah, Dexter the TV show, but there was a movie with Bruce Willis where they download into surrogates. And so if you mix Dexter and surrogates and you have surrogates oh. committing murder and tracking them down, so it's basically the Bruce Willis movie. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, but Bruce Willis... <laughs> I, uh... You love Bruce Willis. No, Man, I, I love, Bruce love Bruce Willis, too. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Bruce Willis. <laughs> what a sweetheart. What a what sweetheart. What American sweetheart. A, good a diehard sweetheart. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> For the longest time, I, I got Die Hard and Lethal Weapon mixed up. Yeah. This shows my age. Yeah, until Mel Gibson came out as a hardcore anti-Semite. Hey, man. <laughs> that... Make a Jesus movie. Right. Be a Jew hater. Why, right. Why not? <laughs> it's like, do you not see him get off behind the scenes of Passion of a Christ and Jesus getting crucified? <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry, Owen. Uh, 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 this is what happens when I get too comfortable on the podcast. I start talking about being sexually aroused by the crucifixion of Jesus. Well, not me, Mel Gibson. It's terrible. Shame on... Not the Mel Gibson version. I'm sure James Dean and Stoya have their own version of this somewhere. <laughs> like, have you seen Pornhub? Right. Like, it's deep. It's real deep. They may not yeah. find shit in the bottom of that hole on Oak Island. Pornhub has mysteries and treasures, man. That's... You You kind of know what kind of people are out there when you, when you, when you fall into that rabbit hole. Like, I mean, we were all young at one point, and we were all just like, what, you know, what did I, st the fuck did I stumble across? I'm on page 84. <laughs> like, what is this? These are uh, puppets? The fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> hey, man, Sesame Street, way back when, you know. I was thinking about trying to come up with, with a bit about uh, watching watching porn with, with your girlfriend or your significant other and how... With your own? Yeah, and or how that's got to be ridiculously... Like, that's as dumb as trying to figure out where you want to go eat because they don't have a wherever you want to go eat porn site. But you end up going through the list and how those two things become very similar. And, uh... <laughs> you end up going through the list of, like... Yeah. She's like, click dark. on that one, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Why, why? Um, I just... I'm not going to say I've seen it before... But you learn a lot about each other. I don't think you'll, you'll learn a lot about each other, right? Yeah. What's on your recent history? Ugh. Not midgets. Not midgets. Not midgets. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've never. I never got to that point where. Have you gotten to that point where? The dark dark web. Oh no! When you just watch porn with your girlfriend. Uh, to accomplish no, I'm something. Good at sex. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. That's uh, I don't know. I just never uh, thought it was ap applicable. I think that's like your me time, though. A lot of ways, yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, doing anything with your significant other, try it once, see if you like it, for sure. I um, I just I don't. 
want to be upstaged by television. Like, that's... No thanks. They have to like know. you start out and you're watching this, hey, look, we're going to watch this porn together, and then you become the third wheel in what's going on. Like, that's my worst nightmare, I think. <laughs> I just got cucked by Pornhub. <laughs> like, ah! I'm canceling my subscription now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's one reason to not not venture down that road. I mean, do you, you think that she'd be... Uh, what's the right word? I don't think she would, but I... Naive enough to be like, wow, his penis doesn't look like that or something, or... No, 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 this has nothing to do with her. This has everything to do with my personal insecurities. Like, okay. inside my own head, just never get over that hill. Be like, oh, okay. I'm constantly being compared to this guy. This is what I have in common with Mark Marion. Like, I can hear him saying this. <laughs> I feel like I just immersed myself in a Mark Marion bit. You get into emasculation, and he's got that great joke about being an alpha beta male. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, those yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then someone thoroughly explains it to you and why why you're being just wrong and uh, just so irrational and you're like yeah but still I <laughs> I'm me and you're not so that's enough reason but in my own head but in my own yeah, at least I'm safe inside my mind you have a time you gotta mm. end this no I don't because I'm, I'm I'm it's uh it's seven oh nine we've been at this for about an hour which is. Uh, which is wonderful. I'm looking at. I don't know what that means. Anyway. Um, uh, but what time? You, you're doing comedy tonight. Though. Yeah, I'm hosting the open mic at the. Bar oh, you're here. hosting tonight. I, I get to host okay. that every week now. When did you start uh, that? A couple of weeks ago, about okay. a month ago, I guess. Okay. Uh, but it's new. It's new. Ryan Adams was the host before yeah, I was. Yeah, Ryan. I know Ryan. And uh, he decided he wanted to take a break, so he bequeathed it to uh, to myself, and I have somehow wrangled my way into hosting all three of the open mics the comedy open mics in Mobile so Sunday there you go make it rounds yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tuesday Tinderbox and Wednesday I thought uh, Zeke was doing Hill. Tuesday well Zeke bartends the Tinderbox oh you just bartend yeah okay. so I host the open mic and uh it's it's cool I, I'm fucking lucky to get to do it yeah it's it's awesome you just gotta meet a lot of cool people and just be around the people you like mm -hmm. for the most part and uh I don't know. Something that you'd like to pursue and why not well, get paid while you're doing it? I started like in September, so I'm learning. And so getting to host this many open mics is really good practice for right. me. Like it's great oh, yeah. experience. Yeah. So it's awesome. I um it's helping me get to where I want to be. Uh, well you're already a very but. social person anyway. Like obviously doing a yeah. podcast talking with strangers. Strangers, that's a stretch. Quote unquote. <laughs> People that you've seen every now and then. Uh, yeah, but that's not. But it's in good conversation, so it's like I don't see you having a hard time talking with others, you know. So I might come out tonight. You should. You say, well, no, you I'm not gonna get up, but I'll. Oh, yeah. Come. Well, no, anybody, anybody can come out. The and then the open mic starts at around eight, eight thirty. Sign up seven, seven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Blind mule for anybody listening or watching that wants to come join. Oh, it starts that early now. Yep. I thought it started like nine thirty or ten. We usually go that late, but during the summertime, the, they moved it a little bit earlier because they book some music afterwards occasionally. Oh, okay. So you okay. do double duty. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of fun stuff. Word. Is there anything that that I didn't bring up that, that you had thought about wanting to talk about? I'm just glad you didn't like ask me about 
like my life. <laughs> I'm glad we just got to mainly talk about, just have a conversation. <clears throat> that was what I was like really afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't care. Like, where'd you go to school? How many people did you not like there? Were uh, you popular? Were you more Jonathan? Were you? Were, uh, no. Did your parents love you? Like uh, questions like that, and you're just like I don't. I don't want to answer these. Yeah. So like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, for making it very human and organic. Well, thank you for joining me. For everybody on uh, on Instagram, confidencesmith.com, truthloveandpeace.com. That's how to find me. That's all the the plug I need. For for people catching this in real time, how how do they catch up with you to to find out what is it on Instagram for people listening instead of watching? Um, like my Instagram account. Yeah. If people want to find you. <laughs> Uh, you or could just you look up. Found, yeah, you, you can to. just look up my name or um, my D I L D underscore Supreme. You can you can find me there. There. And Big Jam Space and Big Jam Space Driver and John Hart Project. Uh, Nick and the Overalls. We're playing in Destin this weekend. Oh hell yeah! I I'm miss you guys, Mel. Yeah, yeah oh, Mayo. Miss you, just, dude. Miss you too, Nick. Uh, contacted us today. I don't know if like it, the news can be released, but he he has some gigs booked for us. So that's a wonderful. Uh, or more than likely will. I miss you, Mel. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. You, uh, I'll take back the buddy that sent that scene. Can't ring that bell, man. Uh, too, too late. Love Doug. you, man. Move on. Love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I miss him. He he's over in Destin now, making some good cash with a good job. It has to do with music, so yeah. he's booking and playing his ass off. Good, good, good. So, other than that, man, it's I'm all sit-ins. So, hell yeah, man. You can go to Pensacola any weekend, and I'm sure I'll be somewhere. So, fuck yeah. yeah. Always doing something. Yeah. Man, all right. Well, until next time. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, this has been a blast. It was. It was fun. I can't wait time. to do it again. Yes, please. Hell yeah. So, peace, Facebook, bye, YouTube. And until next time, thanks for joining us on the podcast later truth love and peace